Very lovely. Very Okay, so episode number two. Here we are. Well, it's been a good week. Had a wedding at the weekend, which was absolutely marvellous. Lovely to see lots of family and friends there. <coughs> Great celebration. One of my brothers got married, so congratulations to them. That was absolutely brilliant. And uh, it's episode two, so that's very exciting. What else has happened this week? Well, I mean, that was the big thing, really. Other than that, people have gone back to school. And... Uh, Someone running. Um, so we're kind of getting back into some kind of a routine, I suppose. Um, anyway, I've been quite excited about getting back out and doing this, so um, that's good, I suppose. <laughs> I will warn you, there may be um, there may be some bangs and things tonight, and that's not that's not because I'm in some kind of Shootout. It's um, it's uh, November the fifth, so it's bonfire night. Uh, and as a good Christian, you know, I don't celebrate Halloween, but of course, I, you know, I love celebrating the burning of a Catholic. So funny how things how some things are receptible and some things aren't, but there we go. Anyway, so it's good. Anyway, today I thought I would talk a bit about the Bible, because um, that's a book that I really enjoy. I suppose being a Christian, that's quite an important part of... Um, is it an important part of being a Christian? Probably everyone would say it is, certainly. And um, it's an amazingly odd, <laughs> strange, incredible book and wonderful. Um, <clears throat> but I think having been a Christian and you grow up in the church and you have this Bible, you kind of, I don't know, you, it's like... You kind of taught what it says, and that's it, really. And and it can kind of, after a while, I remember in my teenage years, it kind of gets really boring and kind of slightly irrelevant because it's like, well, you, someone's just going to tell me what all of this means. Someone's going to tell me what all these stories are then it almost like well, well then why do I even need to read it why don't you just you just tell me what to think and I'll think that 
and we'll try doing that. And then it gets really, <laughs> you just get stuck on it. Like you can't kind of find a way out. You can't find another way of reading it. And um, that's been really tricky. And I suppose almost the not, I don't know, not, not almost not questioning it not questioning what you're taught or what this might be about um, and I don't think anyone means to do that particularly but I think you just pick it up and say you know you kind of just go okay well I just have to believe that and that's it then um, and so for a lot of my time that's how I kind of had the bible it was something you were just supposed to read because it's good and it's the word of God um, but I didn't really quite understand why <laughs> if everyone's just going to tell me what it's all about anyway um, and so I did this for quite a while and then a few yeah a few years ago I I came to the point of thinking well well if this is it there has to be more. I can't. This can't just be it. Why has this lasted so long? Why has this been, you know, whatever it is, fifteen, sixteen hundred years around for that long? Why do people love it so much? And so I began to kind of ask those questions and see, like, well, what else could this be about? And I kind of gave myself permission to ask questions. And I think if you're stuck with the Bible, one of the best things you can do is give yourself permission to ask questions. To question what you've been taught, not out of um, distrust of the person who taught it to you, but out of, I'm sure there's more here than what they've said they have had a revelation and that's good but I'm sure there's more and I want my own revelation I want my own um, stories I want my own uh, understandings to come out of this and so number one if you're stuck with the Bible begin to ask questions and begin to notice odd things. I think I used to read it and just, I don't know, you kind of just read past things like that, oh that's just something I'm never going to understand. Um, I'm trying to think of an example, which I can't right now, but whenever you notice odd little phrases, like, um, oh I, I think of one just now, when the, as the, um, I can't remember what it is, but there's some fray, the exact wording of it, but where the waters cover the sea. And I remember reading the waters cover the sea and thinking, well, the sea, what? <laughs> the sea is water, isn't it? But somehow there's something different. So why is that in there? Somehow there's something different going on there. Why would you phrase it as the waters cover the sea? Because surely the sea is the water? So what's covering, so then what is the sea part of this? And what is the water part of this? If somehow you're going to separate that out. So, so <clears throat> number one, I think 
the best thing you can do is ask questions. The second thing um, is that, oh, there are some horses. The second thing that I uh, that has helped me is, um, I suppose, learning how people used to wrestle with the Bible. Um, that it was taught, um, there would have been, back in the days of the synagogue and things, there would have been kind of one Torah for everybody and the priest would read it out and everybody would hear it and so it was a very communal thing and people would memorise it. Um, and then they would go out and they would talk about it together. Um, so they didn't all have their own individual Bibles or scrolls or whatever, they would they would come together, hear it, and then begin to um, talk about that and wrestle with that and say, well, I think this, and someone else would say, well, I think that. Um, and they came up with this phrase that I heard, which is, um, the black is the word and the white is the interpretation. The black is the word and the white is the interpretation. And so that, what, what they're talking about there is when you look at the page, you see that there is, there are the words, which is the black part. But actually, when you look at a page, the black part is actually quite a small part of the page. And the white that is around it, and inside, almost like inside the letters themselves as well, that's the interpretation. And so there is this almost quite small amount of word with this big white expanse going all around it and surrounding each word and each letter that invites you to say, okay, so what do you think about this? I think this and I think this because we're all coming with different experiences, different experiences and even different cultures and things. Um, and so coming with those and... and and, and being able to almost um, kind of pull it apart and and say, well, what does this actually mean? What was this writer trying to tell me? What was it happening? What was happening here? Right? What was what, what were they doing? Um, who was he? Who were the people they were speaking to? Um, can I get anything out of that? Um, so, yeah, number two is the black is the word and the white is the interpretation. And another similar one uh, to that which I loved was um, about the, the 70 faces um, of the Bible. And they would describe it as um, uh, almost like the Bible was a gem. And you have to imagine if the Bible is a gem and you shine a light onto a gem, you look beyond it onto the wall where the light hits after it's refracted through the gem and you see something. And you think, wow, that's amazing. And then what happens is you turn the gem. So you, it's almost like you, you look at the passage or you look at the scripture or you look at the word from another angle and you say, well, what, what difference is that? And then you look again at where it hits and now it looks slightly different. It's the same colours, but it's the, somehow it's slightly different. They're in a different order. Um, and being able to play with the Bible like that, I think, is so 
freeing <laughs> when you've been in something where you feel like it's it's just been this staid static thing and this means this you know that kind of it's almost gets quite mathematical kind of two add two is four it's like oh great and i don't think the bible's meant to be a math book if i'm honest i think it's meant to be a um something that uh, you kind of engage with and that you love it's meant to be a conversation it's meant to be the the start of something and If it loses its life, then it can just become a set of rules. And it's really not meant to be that. It is not meant to just be a manual. It's meant to be something that starts a spark in you. It's meant to be something that begins to uh, help you understand something that is greater than you. Um, and it's, it's great. <laughs> it really is. I absolutely love it. Um, and I suppose some of you may be thinking, well, isn't this a bit of a danger that we we all take it and we all have our own kind of different ideas and our own revelations? And you, um, I think it's only dangerous if you're like a lone wolf in that. So in the ancient times, they would read it out, but everybody would be there to hear it, and then everyone would begin to talk about it and wrestle with this and chew on this and... And you kind of sharpen each other through it all. And sometimes you probably would go off. Maybe I believe some odd things or think some odd things about it. But I have believe I have people around me that would say, Hey, that's a bit weird. <laughs> and also, as long as you're putting love as the first thing in your mind as you read it, like how does this show the love of God how does this show me exactly what he's like I don't think you're going to go far wrong with that um, yeah and the last thing for now I think is that always remember this is um, written by people um, in space and time um, in a culture where they have their own thoughts and their own ways of doing things that are different to ours. And that can make it hard because it was quite a long time ago and me here in 2019 being able to speak to <laughs> potentially however many billion people if they could hear this um, is very different to when there was one scroll in a, in a synagogue and everybody would listen to it and then discuss it. Um, people under oppression a lot of the time in the bible that's what the that's what israel and was they were kind of under the boot a lot of the time and as being well maybe not just westerners listening to this but probably the majority of us listening to this may well be western we generally are not people who are oppressed particularly we have an awful lot of things that are good um and being British, we have been kind of the top dog historically for for you know a large a large chunk you know the biggest empire and stuff and so we have all of that to contend with uh, that we bring to it in trying to understand it but if we can remember it's written by people 
about a relationship they have with God. Um, and that, you know what? <laughs> Maybe I'm not meant to be exactly like each of those people in the Bible. Um, that helps free us up from... Um, taking it maybe too literally or something like that, I don't know but yeah so remember if you're stuck questions are good, notice little odd phrases little ways of talking and if you don't understand ask a question ask a question number two thing that helped me the black and the white. The black is the word. The white is the interpretation. There are, uh, well, there are a lot of words in the Bible, but there are far, far more interpretations of those things. Um, uh, yeah, than just the words themselves. Um, the seventy faces of the Bible turn the gem. Ask the light to come. Shine on this. And say, would you show me something? <clears throat> would you help me see it differently? And begin to explore that way. And finally, remember, it's written by people. Who are trying to express something that is... Um, just incredibly hard to express. You're trying to talk about God... And you're trying to make that relevant for other people. So, questions. The black and the white. The 70 faces. And remember, it's written by people. About God. For other people. So I hope you found that helpful. Today, it's been fun doing episode number two. Oh. I can see a bonfire and people enjoying themselves. That's awesome. So, thank you for listening. And who knows, hopefully I will see you next time for a third episode. At the moment, my ambition is to get to double digits. <laughs> if I can make it to ten, come on, I'll be doing well. Okay, have a great week. See you, bye.